Hello, ladies and gentlemen. We're so grateful that you've decided to listen in on this podcast and watch us here on YouTube. We consider it such a, a tremendous blessing. Amen. The last episode that we spoke about was entitled, Are You Dressed? Or Are You Still Dressed? And we talked uh, about allowing things that are not necessarily the best that you sometimes could hold on to and we don't want that. We want to encourage you to hold on to the word of God. And also don't let the don't give room for the enemy. He's always looking. Don't give room, don't allow him to any part of who you are. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. So today's episode is entitled Don't Get Caught in the Trap. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, we pray that you will not get caught in the trap. Amen. What trap are we talking about? It could be many things that the enemy Yes. Would like for us to fall into, and he sets us, sets up situations through emotions and pain and suffering, and God is saying, "Just keep your eyes on me. I will see you through. I'll never leave you nor forsake you." God is a God who loves you and cares for you, and He really, really, really loves us so much that He died for us. He did. That yes. is amazing. By faith. That's right. You know, um, if we're not careful, we're not recognizing that sin has can creep into our lives. Unfortunately. Right? Sin separates us in our relationship with God. Yes. When you're not a believer and you're an un so then you're an unbeliever or you don't have this relationship with God, um, sin has is separating you from God. When you're a believer and you sin, it still is separating you from God. I just need to make that clear. Sin is sin. Okay. So, but if you don't acknowledge your sin and you justify your sin, you only are continuously breaking that relationship from God. So that's the part of where we, you know, that kind of like ties in with, again, remembering to be careful not to let Satan come into any part. You know what? I think you should just go ahead and dive into Ephesians 5, 6. I actually wanted to talk about that um, in Ephesians 5, 6, Pastor Chris, because that's exactly what I was sensing, that Mm -hmm. God wanted us to start there. Don't be fooled by those who try to excuse these sins, for the anger of God will fall on all, all. That, again, you would circle, you would put a highlight around that, because it's any... The anger of God will fall on all who disobey him. You know, we we like to point out only the ones who do this or that. You know, God is angry at only when someone does this or that. Anything that is sin in the sight of God is a disobedience to God. And the Bible says here in Ephesians 5, 6, his anger falls on them. You know, we, we don't like to talk about the anger of God, but God resists the proud. Correct. The Bible says he resists the proud. When you're in when you're in sin and you become prideful about it because you're not acknowledging it and you think, oh, you know, it doesn't matter. I'm under grace. I can do whatever I want. God is not pleased with that kind of lifestyle in his sight. And this is not about us saying this or that you know who you are you know what the sin is he's warning us don't be fooled by others who are excusing sin don't be that person that then now you are doing the same thing 
It says here in Exodus 23:33 that they must not live in your land or they will cause you to sin against me. If you serve their gods, you will be caught in the trap of idolatry. Again, you know, last week we talked about what you're treasuring, what are you pursuing? What are the things you're running after? You know, if you're not careful and you've allowed these things to come and live amongst you, live in you because you've come in in like uh, a relationship with these things, not just people, things. It's just the things that are in agreement with the world, the the way that things are not of, of God, but they're of the world, they're worldly ways. They're things that only please you temporarily. Mm-hmm. You know, the Bible is telling us here that if if you allow yourself to be like that, you're going to be, you, th these things are going to cause you to sin. See, these are the things that the enemy looks for these opportunities to yes. come. And he looks to ensnare us, to get us caught off guard. The Bible tells us in Isaiah 520. Yes. Woe, you know, when, when we read in the Bible, woe. I know for a verse to, to, it, to begin right, with the word woe. Correct, it starts with that. It says woe. The, the Bible's telling us anytime it's saying woe, it's saying judgment's coming. Judgment is coming to those who call evil good and good evil, who substitute darkness for light, and light for darkness, who stop, who substitutes bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. Woe to that person. Woe to them. You and that's why we're we're telling you this. We feel to, that God was leading us to warn every person who's listening this to this episode. Don't get caught in these traps. Don't get caught in the trap of of calling something that is evil good, or something that is good evil. Don't substitute something that God is saying that's light. Don't don't substitute it with darkness. I think that there's even situations that some of you could be in a, a group of individuals, whether they're friends or acquaintances or wherever you go, and there may be one or two or three individuals that um they they, they coarse a joke. And because the 20 other individuals that are around you or 100 other individuals that are around you in whatever organization, and they're not, they're just giggling with the person. They all know that these two or three individuals may be not necessarily the best. And, and because they don't want to be singled out as someone who will call them out, that you will choose and just say, <laughs> you just laugh it off also. But deep in your heart, you know the Holy Spirit is showing you that's wrong that you should not come in agreement with that. And that's where it, it, it's even in those situations where it says you have to be careful for those who call evil good. And you know that that, that coarse joke was inappropriate or it was not the best thing for you as a Christian or whatever the situation could possibly be that you could be facing, that you know that God is knocking at your heart don't come in agreement with that in other words you're actually calling that thing that is inappropriate or coarse 
good because you're just coming in agreement with it. You're laughing along with it. You're fine with it. It's just a part of how that person is. That's how you just have to accept them. We understand that's how people are, but who are you? God is going after After you. Because what we're saying is that the enemy, just as in our last episode, the episode, you know, it really discussed that just like how, and I started out with how God loves us so much, ladies and gentlemen, that he will leave the 99 behind and and go after the one. That was in Matthew um, 18, um, 12. But we also said that the enemy, just as Pastor Natalie's been expressing, he wants you to come in agreement with lies. He wants you to call what's evil good. He wants you to substitute darkness for light and light for darkness. He wants you to substitute bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. Mm -hmm. And you could be in a very hard situation and you are thinking about the bitter more than the sweet. Mm. Ladies and gentlemen, we understand that must be one of the hardest things to ever do. But there is a God who died for us and rose from the dead that through those situations like we ended I remember you mentioned he said hey let's just continue this and you know we were talking about how we, we Daniel was in the lion's den about to be ripped to pieces but yet his heart he just looked up my eyes are upon you and that scripture that says Where's though you slay eyes? me Where's our eyes correct then? though you slay me yet yeah. I will still trust you yes. and I, I think of and I and I cry over people that are going through tough situations Absolutely. because I can't imagine what it could be like and I, I don't want to be there of course but we have pity and we pray for people and we care like how God cares but we know that he's a God that will never leave you nor forsake you and I've heard so many testimonies of individuals that are going through the toughest situations say God you're moving you're doing something and I have looked at and heard of individuals, pastors visiting um, people in a hospital. I recently read that even this morning of a pastor visiting a person in a hospital. And they were they didn't know what was wrong. And all these tests, examinations, they didn't know the person was you know, losing blindness. Sometimes they were sick. They were doing different things. And then that person who was in the bed still said, but God is moving. And the pastor looked and said, wow. Mm-hmm. What faith? In other words, that person was saying, though you slay me, Lord, I'm going to trust because, you. Because, like we talked about, what's happening in the house, She, that person that you're talking about, she stayed in the Lord. In her trial, she stayed in the Lord. Because when we're walking in different scenarios, God is always after our hearts. Always after our hearts. God is, God is wanting to keep our hearts pure yes and even in the day of evil keep your hearts pure and you know the the in all this that we've been talking about how about today we just acknowledge that he is god yes how about how about we just take this moment to say god some of these things that i am going through it's just beyond me how about how about we take these moments right now and say you know what god maybe there's been times that i've justified why I've said this or why I've reacted this way, why I've done so and so. And how about we start to say, God, though you slay me, as Pastor Chris said, I will trust you. Even in the day of evil, I will run to the cross once again. I will continue to run to the Lord. How about how about we take these moments and we say, God, there's been times that I've been in a crowd of people that they're doing such evil and they were mocking and they were doing things, God, that didn't please you. And I was tempted to come in agreement with those things, God. Forgive me. And and now, God, I acknowledge that I have that place of weakness. 
I have this area of weakness. I have things that I've been doing that is not lining up with who you are, Lord. And so, God, I don't want sin to come into my house. I don't want sin to come close to my dwelling. You know, when we're praying, even now, because Pastor Chris and I really sense that we need to take part of this episode before we close this episode in prayer. But we need to understand for evil not to come near our dwelling, it starts with us acknowledging him, repenting and asking for forgiveness. So we ask you right now, take this time to do that, okay? We're going to pray two scriptures. The first scripture is 2 Corinthians 10, verse 5, and Jeremiah 29, verse 12 to 14. We're just going to pray these scriptures in the name of Jesus Christ. And I'm going to read them and pray them. It's just this um, 2 Corinthians 10, verse 5. Father God, in the name of Jesus Christ, we come to you on behalf of our listeners and our viewers, Lord. Yes. God, I pray that you will comfort them yes. and you would help them, oh God, not to make an excuse for sin. Yes. That, Lord, that in the name of Jesus Christ, Lord, that they, O oh Lord, will confess sin and they will not get caught in the trap, O oh God, that they won't repay good for evil. Or e you know, Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ, for evil, uh, evil will never leave their house. God, we pray that evil will leave their house yes. because they would be a people that will repay evil with good. We pray in the yes. name of Jesus Christ, Lord. That is, that's a miraculous thing that can happen, but you yes. can do that in people's hearts, yes. Lord. Lord, 2 Corinthians 10, 5, it says, we're destroying sophisticated arguments and every exalted and proud yes. thing that sets itself up against the true knowledge yes. of God. And we are taking every thought and purpose captive to the obedience of Christ. Yes, God, God, I pray yes. that every single one of yes, their God. thoughts and every situation that they are, no, Lord, true knowledge oh god that's in their hearts that, that are of you lord yes. will just bear good godly fruit yes. deep within them and just grow within them that the holy spirit will just help of oh god that every word that is truly from your holy bible that oh god that you have for us oh god that it will just overtake our very being oh lord that in a mentally, emotionally, spiritually, yes. God, that in the name of Jesus Christ, oh God, that you, oh Lord, that will help us, oh God, in the name of Jesus Christ, to demolish sophisticated yes. arguments, Lord. You know, today, oh God, people are so educated, Lord, and there's nothing wrong with an education. It is a wonderful thing. But, oh God, you reign even above education, Lord. You're the one who gave us the ability to, to have education. And education is a fantastic and wonderful thing. But, oh God, you're truth your truth is higher than any and everything god and many people come with sophisticated arguments god and we're asking you in the name of jesus christ and anything that tries to exalt and be proud and sets itself against the knowledge of god that in the name of jesus yes. christ that we will take every of those one of those thoughts that are trying to come into our hearts and our minds that we will take it captive oh god and put it into the obedience of jesus christ yes lord in other words lord by the power of your Holy Spirit, yes, may you Father. take what's wrong and make it right. Yes, God. That what the enemy meant for bad, God. That every thought that will come into our hearts, oh, that's just the way things are going to be. That's just the way it is. Every day, that's the same thing. I expect this, God, that we will begin to say new mercies we will see every morning. Amen. Surely goodness and mercy yes. shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. God, help us to replace Oh, yes. God, every sophisticated argument, everything that could be possibly happening in our lives, and let it be, oh, oh God, 
just just taken captive and put into the obedience of Christ Amen. in Jesus' name. Yeah. May your word reign in their hearts deeper than any sophisticated argument that's out there in the name of Jesus Christ. Yes. Now, Lord, Jeremiah 29, 12 to 14 says, Then you will call on me, yes. and you will come and pray to me, yes. and I will hear your voice, and I will listen to you. Yes. Then, with a deep longing, you will seek me and require me as a vital necessity, and you will find me when you seek for me with all your heart. I will be found by you says the Lord I will restore your fortunes and I will free you and gather you from all the nations and from all the places where I have driven you says the Lord and I will bring you back to the place where I sent you into exile Father God I thank you yes I thank you we thank you and we praise you God in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth God Lord we need you Lord, yes. we need you. Yes. Lord, we are calling upon yes. you, Lord. Because there are many things that are out there, Lord, that's trying to be exalted above your truth and trying to set itself as something proud. And we're asking you in the name of Jesus Christ that let us call upon you and let us pray to you. Yes. Oh, God, let us find that you are our necessity. Yes. That you, oh, God, without you there is nothing. Amen. God, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, oh, God, may we search for you with all of our hearts, not just 98%, not just 99%, but with all of our hearts, oh God, let us acknowledge you are the creator of this universe. You're the God who created the trees. You're the one who gave us knowledge to create computers and everything else. God, it is you. It is you. We acknowledge you and we praise you in the name of Jesus Christ. And all God's people said, Amen Amen. and Amen. Amen. Oh, we could have kept on praying for minutes upon minutes upon minutes upon minutes upon minutes. And if you all need more prayer or you want to let us know um, uh, anything, something about this episode, any of the episodes, communicate with us, please. Please do. You guys are welcome to uh, contact us at contact.respondency.com. Yes. And thank you for those of you that follow us on all our social media pages and also that have been sharing prayer requests. God has been moving, and we give God all the glory for all that he's doing. And even those that have listened today, we believe that God has done some great and mighty things in the name of Jesus Christ. That's right. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for everything that you have been you know there's we've had campaigns we've had different things in our social media and we so appreciate you guys responding it's been a great blessing to hear from all of you thank you so very much and in the name of jesus christ who well, died for us i want to also let yes. them know yes yes <laughs> <laughs> thank you for those of you that follow me at examine moments That's right. and thank you for those of you that read my blogs on let's take a moment.com thank you for tuning into also our respondency life podcast absolutely and also our app that's right right and as i was saying it's awesome how the, the, who, the god who died for us and he rose from the dead amen and he wants us to not just have the truth for ourselves. He wants us to shine, to, to, to give Him glory, and to be obedient to Him. And that's the reason why we will say this at this end, for the glory of God. We pray that each and every single one of you will do this for Jesus Christ. 
Stand, Stand out and shine. God bless you. God bless you. We love you.